Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're new to the show. And I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet since 1983. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Tell you more about what they offer you with March Madness later on in the show. GaryAshton.com and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, of the Nashville Predators, and of me at GaryAshton.com for your dream address without the stress. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. So this is a fascinating conversation that we really need to have more in depth at some point. The Titans are going to end up getting this new stadium. Now, there's a lot of logistical and, frankly, legal and legislative hurdles that they're going to have to go through before, you know, this can be agreed to in principle, before anything can be done as far as how they're going to move forward, as far as civic planning is concerned for what do you do with the Titans while they play games, where are you going to build the new stadium, what do you do with things like the Music City Grand Prix, who have agreed to a multi-year deal here in Nashville to have their track, I mean, their their course, I mean, directly impacted by what would be stadium construction on the East Bank. And all of it in the endeavor to, for the city of Nashville, host Super Bowls, Final Fours, not just like one-off, but to be in a rotation for these massive major events that a new stadium would bring. Now, of course... There's many questions as far as who's paying for it, how much are how much are you and I, if you're a Davidson County resident here in Nashville, Tennessee, how much of that is going to come out of directly our pockets? Where are they going to get the rest of the money? Because this is not a cash flush organization by most NFL standards. And really, uh, where where are we now in that process? Nate Rao, we, we have some clips from the interview that we did on the radio show today. going to answer some of those questions for you. But first, I want to start with the pros. Um, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What is the biggest pro of a new Titans stadium? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll certainly do cons here in just a second. Um, But let's start with the positives, and then we'll work our way back from there. What is the biggest pro of a new Titans stadium? Let me know in the comment section. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That, of course, is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the Built For You program that will allow you to take any new Ford vehicle. You can design it in any color that you choose. You can design it with any customizable accessories that that particular Ford vehicle comes with. You can get that Ford built just for you. Two Rivers Ford will not only build that vehicle for you, but they will deliver it right to your door. It's exactly what I did with the Built For You program at Two Rivers Ford. I did it with my black Ford Explorer XLR uh, radar nav- uh, radar, cruise control, navigation, heated steering wheel, and a moonroof. These were all things that I needed at that, along with whatever else comes with the 2022 Ford Explorer. I got them built for me, just as you can, at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what's the biggest pro of a new Titan Stadium? And there are several, right? It doesn't have to be just narrowed down to one. The reason that they're doing it is that it has 
the, the reason that they will ultimately end up doing it is that it has a variety of different uses that would be beneficial, not just for the Tennessee Titans, but mainly for the city of Nashville, first and foremost, even though there are economic strings attached with this, as is the case in any scenario. The biggest pro, uh, I was just watching the interview with Nick, uh, Nick WI. Who's Nick WI? I don't know. I don't know who that is, Keelan. You're going to have to be more specific. Um, Paul Martinez says publicity, market appeal. Yes, that is, it is appealing for other major events outside of the Super Bowl. We talked about the college basketball uh, final four. We can talk, uh, we can talk about things like WrestleMania. We already have, of course, uh, incredible concerts that come to Nashville as a, you know, just as a part of it being Music City at Nissan Stadium, but you would have a state-of-the-art venue for them to be able to do this with. And, you know, John Bertotti says a greater utilization rate because, of course, if they were to do this and if they were to take the $500 million in bonds that the state is prepared to offer them, it would have to come with a some kind of a roof, which I have a few details on, as a matter of fact. Uh, since I did the interview this morning that I can share with you guys as to what things seem to be trending towards if they were to move forward with this, which it seems they in all likelihood will be moving forward with this. But to have it to have the ability to protect it from the elements can't you know, it removes the possibility of things like the Garth Brooks concert, right, which just happened. I think that was in October when Garth Brooks was set to have his concert date here gets absolutely monsooned out because of the weather. That would not be an issue uh, under the current circumstances or under the future circumstances if they were to put, you know, obviously either a retractable roof on the thing or just go ahead and dome it all up. Um, revenue for Keelan Watson, you know, there are, it rarely ends up being a net benefit in the way that it is sold to the public as these new stadium projects, especially based on, you know, the fact that it's going to come out of taxpayer dollars in all likelihood. This is not going to be a straight up publicly or a rather privately funded endeavor. For example, the soccer stadium was privately funded, right? They got a little bit of help, but not nothing of consequence, nothing that came directly out of you or I's pockets. Now the, the race, uh, the racetrack that the soccer stadium will, will be connected to out on the fairgrounds, that is coming from public funding. So there are moments when you do cost-benefit analysis of these things, and rarely do you see, unless you're somebody who's going to be attending these things on a regular basis, as it is fair to assume that most of you will be, because you're sports fans. But we're talking about for the broader public who may, may or may not care about sports that way. Davidson County residents who this is going to directly economically impact. The, the stadium... <laughs> I saw, I read an article today called the, the Great Stadium Swindle, talking about what's happening in the city of Buffalo. Now, that's obviously a bigger price tag that's coming from the state. $600 million from the state of New York, $250 million from Erie County, which is where Buffalo is. And that's for an open-air stadium, which would not be a guarantee to host a Super Bowl, to host these major events, especially in a place like Buffalo that is known for its... Uh, um, unseasonable conditions or rather quite seasonable conditions when it gets to into the uh, colder months, certainly during football season. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of good ways to look at this. You said it says Randy Himberg, Super Bowls, final fours, et cetera. Those would be, we would not just become, I don't think we would just become like a one-off, like Nashville would build the stadium and they would have a Super Bowl here once. No, I think that would become a regular part of the rotation for all of those kind of events 
in a way that Dallas is, right? And Dallas' stadium isn't even in Dallas. It's in Arlington. This would be a much better situation with a much better geographic location right there on the river, right next to all of the bars on Lower Broadway. And at some point, it would be fair to expect some kind of development on the East Bank, even though, you know, that is not yet that is not yet being discussed at any great length. The stadium is on the priority. And so when we had Nate Rao on the radio show today to talk about the details of this, I thought it was interesting to hear him discuss what the Titans would be getting in a new stadium. So I think I think the best way to have this conversation is for me to just ask you, Nate, where are we now with the stadium proposal? Because it sounds like with each passing day and with each legislative meeting regarding it, that this becomes a little more real. So where are we currently in this process on the reporting? Yeah, uh, well, where we are is for many months, maybe even I would say years, the Titans had been working toward uh, renovating Nissan Stadium. And they'd gotten to a point uh, where they had, you know, a sense of how much that renovation would cost and have been talking with the city and the state about how they could work out a, fi- a financing plan for that. And earlier this year, you know, they were getting down into the re- really detailed cost estimate phase of this and realized it was going to be significantly more expensive than than they had thought and that kind of had shifted the conversation i think over the last several weeks to the possibility of building a whole new stadium right and the first big piece of so when you're going to go down that path it's how are we going to pay for this thing right like right. this is a, and in other cities it's been in the neighborhood of about $2 billion for, for major new stadiums, setting aside the L.A. stadium, which is really a, a one-off. Yeah, that's Walmart and, money. That's a different kind of money. Yeah, that's, yeah, we shouldn't use that as a point of reference here. But the first big piece of that puzzle for answering that question came this week with uh, the governor proposing in his amended budget, as you just explained, $500 million in bonds to help pay for uh, an enclosed roof stadium. And, you know, that that proposal still needs to be approved by the politicians in the legislature. So that's not a done deal, but that is a major, you know, first step toward a new roofed stadium in Nashville. So important to note that that money, that $500 million in bonds, as uh, as Nate mentioned, um, is going to be is going to come with the strings attached that. They build a roof on the thing because of all of the reasons that we just mentioned. That's been the thing that's held Nashville back outside of the facilities. And there's a lack of, you know, necessary uh, corporate suites that you would need for all the people who spend money who aren't necessarily football fans, but go and pay big money to be at the Super Bowl and spend big money on the NFL. Like there's not enough luxury suites in Nissan Stadium. In fact, what is currently occupying the space that they want for the luxury suites is where I sit, which is going to be unfortunate because my seats are going to get a lot worse in the press box because I'm sure they're going to send us all the way up to the top in the rafters. But anyway, these are problems that affect only me. And Linares on Facebook Live says, I would be happy with something like Allegiant Stadium. And that seems to be a pretty reasonable model to look at based off recent construction. SoFi is the anomaly, right? SoFi came with a price tag, if I remember correctly, north of $5 billion. And again, as I mentioned, Amy Adams Strunk is well off. Amy Adams Strunk is not Stan Kroenke as far as Walmart money, right? That kind of crazy capital 
uh, that there are only few at that only few NFL owners, even at the height of rich riches and billionaire, you know, status, only few NFL owners have that kind of capital available to them. And so when you look at the pros of this things, uh, of this thing, obviously, you know, it is because we would be even more of a destination city for major events, for, you know, things like, uh, you know, Republican or Democratic national conventions, which are already be con- being considered, as a matter of fact. You know, you look at uh, all the major sporting events that we talked about, college football, uh, college football playoffs. You know, I, I don't know what other kind of major college football games could be played here, but in the same way that Jerry World gets games of substance. It is fair to assume that Nashville would get similar uh, similar events like that. There are going to be, there's going to be an economic boon for the city where they think, okay, if we give you guys $500 million, that's the money that we will be able to recoup. And what Stephen uh, Kim Sheridan says on Facebook Live is the Adams have oil money. And yes, that's true. They do. But there's a difference between Adams oil money and like Jerry Jones oil money, right? Otherwise, like the NFL... Yeah, the rather the the Tennessee Titans slash Houston Oilers organization are the only ones in the history of football to ever come under budget on a stadium the way that they did 23 years ago when they built Nissan Stadium. That is something that uh, that is something that is just unthinkable. And by the way, they built Nissan Stadium for half of what the government, what the state government is offering them to build uh, what is going to be end up being a quarter probably of the price tag of a new stadium. Think about how much that has changed over the course of the last 23 years. It's something like $275 million that they built Nissan Stadium with. Uh, John Bertotti says, Buck, is it true that we are still short of the necessary number of hotel rooms to host a Super Bowl? Yes, that is true, John. And that is going to be something that is discussed. In fact, I just talked to a friend over the, I think that it was this past weekend, that said his apartment building, he was no longer able to renew his lease because they're turning his apartment building into a hotel. Like these things are already happening across the city, and you've seen the uh, sheer amount of construction downtown, specifically um, hotels going up all over the place. The city of Nashville is preparing for something of this scale. It's just, you know, at what point do they give them the green light to move forward with a new stadium construction on the East Bank, basically next to where the stadium is built now in the parking lots? I I look at uh, I look at this, and I say. You know, anything that's good for the city of Nashville, and given that we live in a fiscally, well, not just fiscally conservative state, we live in a conservative state, but fiscal conservatism is something that is largely a part of the governing body in the state of Tennessee, you know, I would hope that the that the legislature does its job as primarily fiscally conservatives and looks for ways to make this the best possible deal for the city and for the state of Tennessee, right? We, we understand that you know, a new football stadium does not necessarily take priority over, you know, the education system and all the potholes on 440 and the fact that TDOT is, you know, just so, so behind on so many projects. Um, And you look at all these different things that could be done in the city and what this could potentially take away from. And, you know, the cost benefit analysis may look a little less practical in the light of day, but it is a bright, shiny new toy for the NFL. And people like bright, shiny new things more than they like to talk about potholes or how you're going to save the inner city school system. So that's the unfortunate part of these things. But the pros are clear and obvious. Uh, We'll talk about the cons here in just a second. First, I want to remind you guys about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action 
in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. For example, college basketball, Final Four taking place tomorrow. No, tomorrow is Friday. On Saturday, the Final Four will begin, and DraftKings Sportsbook has just the offer for you. If you're a new customer, you can bet on any of the four teams remaining to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's just that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code A to Z Sports. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code A to Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, um, just looking at some more of the comments because we'll get to some questions that you guys have as far as, you know, what happens to my PSL and all these different things that immediately come up as a part of the conversation. Um, let's see for Royal, right? He says they need mass transit from, uh, M bar. And I assume that means M borough. Uh, I assume he's talking about Murfreesboro and Mount Juliet, other cities around Nashville. And, you know, the mass transportation plan that was, uh, that was initially proposed a couple of years ago. I think that was under May and, uh, mayor Megan Barry's administration, they were in the process of trying to land the bid for Amazon HQ2. Now, they didn't get the whole thing, but they got a portion of it after, uh, I can't remember exactly the details of that. Something fell through in New York State, in New York City, that ended up get, seeing Nashville get this monstrosity, this Death Star, being built in the middle of the gulch right now in downtown, just about a mile and a half from where I live. Um, but the mass transit plan was put into place in a way that wasn't necessarily economically feasible because uh, you know for example I not to tell you um not that this is going to impact I mean this has been so long ago that I don't think it matters at this point but for example I voted against the mass transit plan because it did not the way that they had it constructed was not going to be economically feasible it was just kind of a you know a, a push our chips all into the table type of plan to make sure that Amazon saw that we were committed to you know, mass transit as being a part of them building HQ2. Now, it turns out they didn't end up needing that because the tax breaks were sufficient enough. And there were, of course, other, other reasons why it made sense to move a part of HQ2 here to Tennessee, just as we're seeing so many other corporations have you know, North American headquarters here or having different kinds of headquarters here, not just in, in Nashville specifically, but in Brentwood and Franklin. Um, you know, in, in Clarksville, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of benefits for corporations to be doing business here in Tennessee. And so with all that being said, you know, the mass transit element, I think is, is, is critical at some point, but I don't know that it's essential, right? I don't know that it's any kind of essential. Um, but you know, it's going to come up a lot, certainly Roy, when there's uh, that, when the parking, I don't know what the parking, uh, what the parking situation is going to become, whether it's going to be, you know, they lose half of their parking or uh, three quarters of their park. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the exact estimates of what it would, what it would take from the current parking lot. All I know is they would have to use some of the current parking lots to build the new stadium while still playing at Nissan stadium. So they don't have to move them to Memphis or Vanderbilt or, 
you know, have them play in a soccer stadium for a couple of years. It just wouldn't be feasible to do it that way. Uh, and nobody, nobody would go for that. Um, so just in kind of, you know, in kind of looking at, uh, and we can pick apart the, uh, the cons on this as well. Um, Quentin Campbell says, go Memphis Grizzlies. We have the number two team in the league and national sports stations rarely, uh, briefly talk about them. Why? Well, cause Quentin, you're like the one person who's brought up and listen, I love the NBA. I'd love to talk about the NBA. I can physically hear people changing the channel in Nashville, Tennessee. When I talk about the NBA playoffs, I got you. If, and as soon as Ja comes back, I got you, but like, that's the only reason people in Nashville are going to care Ja or playoffs. And even then it's a stretch for me, buddy. Um, so like I said, if you know, there's a reason that one person brought it up tonight, Quentin, it's cause you know, that's pretty indicative of how, what percentage of the population here locally and understanding this is an internet show. So it's a little different, probably get a little more traction for the Grizzlies than I would on terrestrial radio, but yeah, uh, you get my point. Um, so with all of that being said, it's going to be, it's going to be a real, a real fascination to see how this thing plays out. And listen, it's not, it does not come without drawbacks, which we can go ahead and discuss um, in uh, n- coming up next. Let's go ahead and do the cons. What are the major cons? The biggest con, uh, from, and you could say that the stadium itself is a, is a kind of a con here in, uh, here on, in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What is, what is the biggest con of the new stadium? of potentially the new Titan Stadium. Let me know in the comments section, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people uh, who make this show possible. That is, of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you. Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. I was just talking, I had a, I had a landscaper out at the house today. So I'm going to get some work done on my house while I'm home for the next couple of weeks. And, uh, I was talking to him about how much, I mean, he was talking to me rather about the neighborhood that I lived in and how much different the neighborhood has gotten since, you know, he's, he's a native Nashvilleian, native middle Tennessean, uh, the area of town that I live in, uh, in North Nashville has not necessarily been known for, um, growth in the way that it is now. And what I told him is I, hell, I had a hell of a real estate agent. I had the Gary Ashton team, baby. They hooked me up. They got me in a great position to where, I mean, my investment in my home has damn near doubled. And I'm not even three years in this place because one, there are some obvious economic factors that came into play, but also because the Ashton team had the Intel edge that made sure that I would see that kind of investment on my first home purchase. That's exactly what the Gary Ashton team could do for you the official real estate agent of all your favorite sports teams and your favorite late night streaming sports talk show, GaryAshton.com. So uh, the cons of this thing are going to be interesting. Chris A. Newell says, would you go dome or retractable roof? Well, it doesn't matter what I would do. I would say retractable roof, but um, my understanding is they're trending towards a translucent dome, uh, much like the one that it's in SoFi, but you know, not to the scale of SoFi Stadium. SoFi is obviously a five plus billion dollar undertaking that has many more, you know, many more uh, features than the potential new Titan stadium will have. But it's my understanding that the retractable roof element of things is more expensive. I think Joe Rex wrote, and I talked about this today and you'll hear that tomorrow. I, Joe Rex wrote of the athletic Corey Curtis of WKRN news too. We did a really good podcast today um, that'll drop in the A to Z sports podcast feed tomorrow. And Joe was saying that he believed the price tag, the price difference for a retractable roof versus just a a standstill dome, 
about $300 million. Um, now, $300 million in the scale of a $2 billion project, not, not that big, right? Less than a quarter of what it would cost. And that seems that would seem to be a pretty important part of the stadium. So if you're going to go ahead and spend the $2 billion, you might as well spend the $2.3 billion, right? Um, that's, that's kind of, that kind of thing makes the most sense, but it does seem like things are trending towards no retractable roof right now, based on some, some very early, uh, conversations that I've had with people in Rex Road said he was hearing the same thing to that effect. So I would not expect a retractable roof in Nashville. Neil Patel says, Buck, have you heard how they will address season ticket members? I'm not paying that PSL again. I got seven seats in 200, uh, in 200 sections. Well, yeah, I mean, Neil, you're probably gonna have to pay the PSL again. Because you're paying for a personal seat license that, you know, uh, for a stadium that will soon be defunct, right? So they're, when you get a new stadium, you're going to pay new pay new costs for new PSLs. Like that's that's something that, and in fact, you know, I can't guarantee that that's going to happen. But that based on my understanding of how things work with new stadiums and how, how things have happened to previous fan bases, yeah, it's almost, almost assured that you will have to pay um, new PSLs after you know regardless of when you got your PSLs or how long you've been a what do they have like the founders club members and things of that nature because this is something I got calls about on the radio show today and and that's basically been the answer that has come up most most often so how how many before we talk about the details of this Nate how many people have peppered you about PSLs and what that means for season (laughs) tickets and our concessions going to be more expensive without asking you about the actual stadium yeah I've I've definitely been uh hit up on Twitter and, and like my friends who have tickets uh, on text about what it'll mean for PSOs, which of course at this early stage in the process, the answer is I do not know. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one of the things people are interested in. And, and in just, you know, in, in just uh, talking uh, to a couple of people about this, yeah, it's unlikely that you would retain the same uh, re- retain the same PSL deal that you will have. Um, the biggest negative for MB taxpayers will be paying for it through taxes when they can't even afford to go to a game. And that's, that is, you know, that's a bit of an economic blight, right? Like it's, it's not inexpensive to go to a football game and you can rest assured that the costs will go up, um, for a new stadium. Atlanta found ways to mitigate this with, you know, concession stamp prices, but then you're still talking about parking, what it costs to get into the game itself, how much more expensive are the tickets going to be for, you know, a, uh, a week three game hosting Jacksonville versus when the Kansas City Chiefs come to town, right? Things that you were already dealing with, but to a considerable more effect because, uh, or to a larger considerable effect because of the economic impact that's going to be associated with just the construction of this thing. And by the way, the price tag is going to continue to go up. Like inflation is not going anywhere for any of us who are regularly following. Regularly following the economics of this kind of stuff, this is a uh, this is a real thing. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, we all feel it in some way, shape, or form. If uh, you know, you're you're how how much you're paying for gas and things like that and we had listen, like you know, there's a lot of reasons why the gas prices have gone up, but largely, you know, if <laughs> we we don't have to get into all the details of that, but basically, yeah, money money's it it's going to continue to go up in the same way that there's inflation on NFL contracts, right? Raw materials, labor, goods, things that are needed to build a stadium are going to continue to go up for the foreseeable future, and there's no reason to think that that will not continue to be the case. But uh, you will see, you know, you'll see tax increases on hotels uh, to get people coming in from out of town. Our booming tourism 
industry, car rentals, things of that nature. William Young is right to bring those kind of things up. So it will not be entirely put on uh, put on people, uh, put on people that way. And then, you know, obviously we have people like Gator Hater who are blaming President Biden for these things. And I would say, you know, everything that's happening in Ukraine and, and there's a variety of reasons why your gas prices are higher. It's not got one, it's not got only to do with one political party or the other gator hater. That's just, I think, you know, respectfully, that's kind of lazy analysis to do it that way. Um, when you talk about the cost of uh, making sure that a democratic country in Ukraine remains independent for the sake of democracy across the rest of the world. Yeah. You can pay a little more for your gas price. You're going to be okay on that gator hater. But like I said, we don't got to get into all that. Um, it, it could price the average fan right out of ever being able to go to a game. And listen, the Pre- the Preds kind of had had issues like this too, right? Uh, the Preds the Preds have had this conversation before, where you're looking at where you're looking at after the 2017 Stanley Cup run, um, they became a much different kind of a ticket, right? Whereas the Preds, and basically for two decades before, there had been a really really grassroots movement. You had standing section only. You had like $2 beers in the standing section. Like there was a much different kind of clientele, uh, it felt like, before, you know, it became the hot ticket. Now you have corporate sponsors who are buying up uh, who are buying up seats and you have CEO night or I think it's like corporate partner night or something like that that the Preds tried out for a hot second. There's a lot of different, there are a lot of different things that that have have seen the cost of a, just an average Preds game go up, right? That has been the case since 2017, and rightfully so. Like they've had success, they are allowed to, you know, raise the price of their product if they feel that that's necessary. But also, you do run the risk of pricing people out who have been there, grassroots supporting that kind of thing. And the Titans, by the way, they just got popping again, right? Like they just got into this thing. And who's to say that in 2026 the Tennessee Titans are still going to be worth a damn as a football product? And by the time that that stadium stadium theoretically might be built. In 2026 or after that, yeah, it's not like Derrick Henry's not going to play in this new stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like Derrick, I mean, we're talking about at at minimum four years away. Derrick Henry is likely to not be on the Tennessee Titans roster. So Derrick Henry, I mean, maybe AJ Brown, Jeff Simmons may. Well, yeah, Jeff Simmons and AJ Brown probably going to be around, but like they would be towards the end of their second contracts if they did make it through those second contracts, right? So. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of that that needs to be taken into consideration. Your football team could stink by the time they have a new home to play in, and that's something that you know Atlanta fans are certainly dealing with right now as well. Gator Hater says, "How many seats would we have in this new stadium?" I don't know, but it would be less than than uh, it would be less than what Nissan is now. Um, they're not building bigger stadiums uh, at this point. In you know su- Sunday Ticket and NFL Red Zone have very much killed the idea of bigger, more higher capacity stadiums. Now, I don't think it's going to be much smaller than, I think it's right just under 70,000. Um, but I would expect that there would be a smaller capacity somewhere. I, I'm curious, what is, let me look up what Atlanta, um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, their capacity is in Atlanta. Uh, if you'll give me one second, bear with me, because I know Lucas Oil is smaller, but Lucas Oil is one of the cooler stadiums in the NFL. Now, um, this is pretty interesting for, for Mercedes Benz at 71,000, which is bigger than I would have thought it was. Let me look up Lucas oil stadium, just out of curiosity, uh, in Indianapolis. Now that's a bit older. That's uh, Lucas oil is about 70, uh, about 67,000 currently, and can be expanded to 70 based on, you know, final four and, uh, and how they, how they can maneuver the stadium to 
adjusted for different kinds of events. So you could do this in a variety of different ways. It's just like for the average Titans game, what do they end up keeping capacity at? And I would expect that to be below 69,000 um, and change where it currently is now. Though, I mean, again, we have no we have no designs on a new stadium whatsoever. If Or if there any exist, they are being kept closely to the vest um, in a, uh, in a very, very, uh, in a very, um, you know, in a deep dark room and, you know, the bowels of St. Thomas sports park. Let, uh, let me just, since we're doing this, let me look up Allegiant stadium quickly. Cause that's, that's probably a Allegiant stadium, 65,000. And they're going to play super bowls at Allegiant stadium. 65,000 is probably about a ballpark area where you should look at for the new Titan stadium. Um, that would be, that would be the, uh, that would be the better precedence, better than SoFi, better than Lucas oil. Probably better than Mercedes Benz uh, at this point. Uh, Jeremy Dumas says you've got to build at least a seventy-five thousand seat stadium. Well, no, you quite literally don't because that's not what anybody's doing, Jeremy. So um, when you say you got to build it, no, no, nobody is building it. Like Jerry World may have been that, but that's a completely different conversation. You're not the Dallas Cowboys; you're the Tennessee Titans, respectfully. Um, and there's no, there's nothing that says you have to build a stadium that's 10,000 or uh, 10,000 uh, more, 10,000 more people than what, you know, probably where you should be at, which is closer to the Raiders at 65,000. So uh, that, would, uh, that would be something to keep in mind. Uh, he, Jeremy says, why not? I just told you why not? Because people don't like to go to games anymore. People can sit on their, sit on their asses, sit on their couch, be close to their beer and their fridge and their bathrooms at home uh, and all these different things, uh, all these different things that make the viewing experience in your home uh, much, much better. I've got an 80-inch TV in my living room. If I didn't have to go to – if I wasn't paid to go to sporting events, I wouldn't go to sporting events. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't really – it's rare that I go to sporting events as like a fan. And when we go, because my girlfriend wants to go, and, you know, I, I want to take her to things that she, uh, that she enjoys, and she enjoys things like hockey games and – Stuff like that. We went to the stadium series at, at Nissan, but like outside of that, if I'm not paid to be there, I'm not messing with parking and all these different things. And you know, these are first world problems, obviously. But um, yeah, if you gave me the choice of going to a sporting event or sitting on my ass at home watching this stuff, I would I would not leave the comfort of my living room in any way, shape, or form. That I can guarantee you. Um, all right, let's do a Brimac bounce back and let's wrap this thing up for the evening. Brimac. Bounce back is what we do every Thursday at the end of the show. Uh, Titan Fox says, 80-inch TV in your living room. Can I come over to watch the games? No, you can't because I'm not here when the games are on. So you would have to go elsewhere unless you're going to sit here. I do leave I do leave the games on for the cats. <laughs> I got two cats who are in my house. They're the only people home um, when I'm at work at, uh, at Titans games. So, uh, yeah, you can come over. You and, you and the cats can kick it. Uh, but, you know, I would warn you that they get a little rowdy during the games. Uh, they're not big fans of Mike Vrabel's for uh, fourth down philosophy. So I hear, um, I'm just kidding. I don't even put the football games on, on when I leave the house, I put on national geographic, which is probably a bad idea. Cause I'm scared. One of them are going to take a, you know, I got two of them. One or one of them are going to jump at like a bird on, flying across the screen on the, on the television. So I probably need to find something more, uh, something more safe. Watched that happened to my friend's dog the other day. Took out their television because they put Nat Geo on the TV while they were, while they left to go, uh, while they left to go, uh, while they left to go do something. I don't know. Anyway, um, Brian Mac bounce back. Who needs to bounce back the most in sports this week? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Uh, I will tell you who I think needs to bounce back more in sports 
this week, right after I tell you about the people who make this possible, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. They are going to put you in position to succeed on your commercial uh, HVAC work, your residential HVAC work. Brymac has you covered, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Uh, now everybody's saying they, they, uh, leave, uh, leave the TV on for my cats. Alonzo says, mount your TV, my boy, my, my TV is mounted. Listen, I, uh, I, I paid a, uh, I, cause I, I, you know, I live by myself. Um, so I, I wasn't going to mount the TVs myself. And honestly, I don't know how to do shit, uh, as far as like ha- handiwork around the house is concerned. My, uh, my bit, my philosophy, Alonzo, is I make money to pay people to do things that I don't want to do. And what I don't want to do is I don't want to mount my own TV. So I had somebody come in. Uh, I had a company come in, mount the TV in my living room, in my bedroom, and in my office. And I ha- actually have to have them come back because I need to put a TV. I have a TV that I have in a guest room. But you don't care about the logistics of my home. So, yes, point being, the TVs are mounted. Uh, but there's a credenza under the TV that the cat likes to sit on um, that's just, just, uh, just within striking distance of the big living room TV. So hopefully they don't uh, they don't take a crack at it. Uh, is this why our cap space is low, says Titans 2K? Is what why your cap space is too low? Uh, you'll have to be more specific, Titans 2K. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Terry Lynn says first world problems. No, I don't think that's a first world problem. Who well, listen, that that may be that may be a blind spot for me, Terry. I don't know if that's a first world problem. I just know that that's always been my philosophy. For example, I moved to a house where there was precious little yard because I don't like doing yard work. My parents live on like 25 acres at home. I know that I don't ever want to cut grass again if I don't have to. So there, are, I, I look for things to make my life easier, not harder. And what makes my life easier is somebody else to mount my TVs properly um, in the way that I don't have to. <laughs> uh alonzo says okay then buck i want to be like you then when i grow up listen baby it's the only way to be we're in good space or we're in a good spot uh titans 2k says i really don't understand how other teams are over the cap signing free agents is the nfl really rigged oh no i'm not doing like football queuing on tonight man what are you talking about i i need you to be you're you're having a different conversation that's probably for another show and anyway we don't have time to uh we don't have time to dive into all that we can do a free agency show next week in the meantime I'll tell you who needs to bounce back this week. Who needs to bounce back? I mean, we didn't get to do this on Sunday night, and I was very disappointed. Damn you, Will Smith, for not slapping Chris Rock in the face an hour earlier so we could have covered it on primetime in real time. But, yeah, Chris Rock needs to bounce back. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) 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 It's that That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh, Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the out of me. Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane jump. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. That was the greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. I'm so mad. I'm so mad we didn't get to talk about that in real time. 
Uh, that's not sports, though, unless it was slap boxing. I don't care if it's not spoke, sports bark. I haven't gotten to play the. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to play the video uh, yet, so I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to play the video. Chris Rock and Will Smith, frankly, need to bounce back. What a, what just a just a dumb, just such a dumb thing across the board. Cal Severin says Chris Rock. I think you mean Will Smith. I mean both of them. They both look like jackasses in that moment. Chris Rock probably. <laughs> I won't say that Chris Rock deserved to get slapped in the face. Um, but it's just a dumb joke. Like of all the things, was, was the GI Jane joke really worth it? Like, was that for one of our, one of our most famous and, uh, and creative and groundbreaking comedians is a GI Jane joke. Really the thing that's going to, you know, really the the thing that's going to set your Oscars stand up, set apart. No, of course not. It's just, just, just such a joke. And then for Will Smith, like, what are you doing? You're acting like a 16 year old child. Get the hell off the stage. (laughs) <laughs> uh, by the way, Chris Rock's on tour. Uh, his his standout. Uh, everybody's going to make more money off this. Will Smith is going to make money off this. Jada Pinkett Smith's going to make money off this. Chris Rock's going to make money on this. And frankly, the Oscars should have them both back together as a host next year. I think that would be the uh, the best possible uh, scenario. Anyway, that's who needs to bounce back in sports this week. Brymac Mechanical. Brymac presents the bounce back each and every Thursday night. Which brings us to the end of our primetime week. Thank you guys, as always, for hanging out with us. We will talk to you again on Sunday night. We can do more free agency. Uh, we can do more free agency discussion then. Steven Snyder says, Bite, Buck might slap someone soon. No, I'm not going to slap anybody. Listen, it's the it's almost the end of my work week. I've got a, we, we already did the 615 sessions for tomorrow. That's going to be in your A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed um, tomorrow. That's already done. I've got three hours of radio to do tomorrow. And then your boy is shutting it down for the weekend. I am going to do a precious little. So there is no slaps in my future, just a little bit of rest and relaxation of what should be a beautiful weekend in middle Tennessee. Steven asks if I'm tired. Of course I'm tired. I'm always tired, but I'm not going to, I'm not, I would never publicly admit that except for right now. Uh, I wish we still had the Mississippi mass choir because it's true. I'm not quite tired yet. See you guys Sunday night.